to Kicking a Crypto with your host, Roy Sky. What is going on? Welcome back to Kicking It Crypto. I'm your host here, Roy Sky. And I just want to go ahead and, you know, start this episode off and say, you know what? I bought in the safe mode. Now, I'm not going to talk about that at the beginning because I kind of want y'all to listen through and figure out, you know, why. So we're going to save that for the end for the suspense purposes, because I know if my last episode or a couple episodes later, I can't remember which one. One of the episodes, go listen to them. I talked about why I didn't like Safe Moon and the Tempersen structure or whatever. But I did end up buying a bag of it. And we'll talk about that later down the line. But in the beginning, let's go ahead and jump into the big elephant in the room right now. Bitcoin. And literally every single crypto out there. So on my last episode, I asked a question at the end and said, do we not think that pretty much these suits or hedge funds or whatever are in the crypto space, right? And from all this stuff that's going on right now in the market, I'm new at this and I know everyone wants to say, oh, we're not in a bearish market. We're still at a trillion, I guess, market cap in Bitcoin. I mean, not Bitcoin, but in the, the whatever the crypto market is. I don't know how to read it. Right. That's that's what everyone's saying. Oh, we're still up here. We're still up there. We're not in a bearish market. And people always say, look at the trend. Right. The overall trend of these things and overall trend shows that we went up but we're coming back down if we're looking at it right so right now as i'm looking at bitcoin at the moment bitcoin is sitting as of today uh 33,000 so we did have a little consolidation i think the lowest it got to was around at 31 mark 31,000 dollar mark and then it jumped back up and it's been rising and kind of kind of been kind of you know trading sideways a little bit right here so in between 33 and 32,000 for bitcoin now with that being said these suits you know are manipulating these markets and, and I, you know, I, honestly, let's, let's be real. How many of us are tired of hearing that word manipulation? Like, I absolutely hate hearing that word. Market manipulation. It's market manipulation. It's market manipulation. I think it gets thrown around way too loosely. It's just like decentralization, 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 decentralization. I can't even say it properly, right? That's how much of a noob I am. I can't say it consistently properly, right? But let's 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 look at a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff has been happening recently and just watching the charts right and i'm not gonna go into math and looking at the patterns and start becoming an architect and drawing all these different triangle lines and algebraic function things i'm not gonna do all that just looking at it out on you know like a regular retail investor probably goes to coinmarketcap.com probably goes on Robinhood, hits the back and looks to say okay what's the trend line looking like and when you look at the trend line of bitcoin it was going up 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 it hit a steady up 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 like we have a nice roller coaster going on right now and i think and here's the other thing 
right? So uh, to, to, to clear off what I'm saying to answer the question, I believe that there are a lot of suits, a lot of hedge funds who are behind a lot of these sell-offs because I don't think a regular retail investor or whatever can move the market the way it's moving right now. You know, so now that begs the that begs the question of does crypto still solve the problem for our future if the suits are getting into it? But what the suits do is they buy up a bunch and then they dump it. It drops. You sell because, you know, you have your your hundred dollars in there. Right. You're maybe thousand dollars in there. And let's be real. A lot of retail investors, when we're talking about it. You know, you hear a lot of people say, you know, the average investor and, you know, they're putting in $2,000, $3,000 for the, the actual retail investor. Let's be 100 percent clear can maybe save only if but only maybe if they've been able to do a good savings account. Right. And manage money properly and aren't living paycheck to paycheck may be able to put $50 into $100 every two weeks. Right. And that money is still money that they need. But, you know, they're trying to get into it or whatever. So let's let's classify the retail investor as the actual retail investor. Right. Whereas, though, if you've been trading for a while and you're putting in three thousand dollars, four thousand, five thousand dollars, you know, that's that's a lot to an actual, you know, investor like myself. Right. Who goes to work every day, who, you know works literally eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. You know, if you miss work, you you lose out on $100 of a paycheck or $200 of a paycheck, right? All these other things, you know, so let's classify the retail investor as it is, you know, not not even sophisticated, but day traders and people who've been doing this for a while or whatnot, who've been in the game for a while. You guys are the ones dropping, you know, $1,000 here, $500 there, you know, and able to do that. The average retail investor, probably doesn't even have more than let's say $300 in their banking account right now for two weeks you know so you know that's that's really what retail investing now I'm not saying that you know other people aren't classified as retail investors obviously you know some make more than others all this other stuff right but the people that are really classified as retail investors that people are always saying are going to get hurt from this are those who live paycheck to paycheck who uh it's it if they take their life savings to put it in because they don't they can't have any liquidity anywhere else you know so they take it and they put it in one stock or one crypto and they hope that it moons and they can change their lives forever and all this other stuff right so you know, I just want to kind of give my definition of being a retail investor, being on the ground and being able to represent some of us out here, because I don't think we're represented as well as some do. We get in a lot of these Twitter spaces and we hear people and they're talking about how much money they put into it. And they they call themselves retail investors, which I'm sure you are. But a lot of us, the reason why you know, FOMO lives is because if I have $50 and I could put it in and flip it to make $100 or $150 or $1,000, you know, I put it in. But, you know, I see that $50 goes to $48 and then $45. Oh, my God. Now it's $35. And you know what? I need to buy milk. Right. You, you pull it out. So. And we're going to touch a little bit on education as well in this episode as well, because a lot of that also comes down to education. You know, don't invest what you can't lose, all this other stuff that you hear. Right. But with the market, the way it moves, 
you know, it's not the retail investor that's moving it. It's not the paper hands that are that, that are that are that are moving it. And and well, in a sense, right? Because when these big guys, big whales or whatever, they sell or wh- whatever the case may be, and they make it drop, right? Then you see your money drop, and then what do you do? You panic sell, right? And to some people, it's not really a bad idea to do because if you sell and wait for it to drop even more you could play what the suits play you could pick it up at a bottom or close to a bottom for it to jump up right and then now you've even though you may have lost ten dollars right you have now gotten in at a bottom to where you've gained that ten dollars you've gained even more coin and now you're making more of a profit right now that's not financial advice i can't i don't do that because you will lose i've tried that many times i'm like oh well i'm gonna pull out this money and then put it down here and then it goes down and then you know it's like that meme where it's like a guy sitting in in in, in, <laughs> in a church and there's a gun to the back of his head and this is by the dip and then the person behind them has a gun to that person's head says by the dip and then there's a sniper up top that's pointing down at that person saying buy the dip like it's it's hilarious so with the market the way it is yes these big corporations even though they talk a big game on the news are very much in the crypto market because there is value there and the value they see is not just how much bitcoin is or how much doge is it's the value of the people who were in those markets and if they can manipulate the market and get it to the point where it can drop and dip and have you sell then they pick up your coin that you sold at a loss so they pick up your money pretty much that they turn into fiat later it they a lot of the big companies the big hedge funds or suits or whatever you want to call them they operate off of fiat and when they see something is worth $33,000 and it can go back up to 60 or 50 or whatever, or they know there is people buying in at that price, they know they can drop it. Oh, okay, let's sell it right here. Drop it. You guys sell. They rebuy back in at a lower rate and it goes back up. And then when it goes back up, you who sold their, you know, 10, let's say you had 10 Doge, right? You had 10 Doge, you sold your Doge, and then, you know, you start to see it going up again. So then you rebuy in and now you have five Doge, but they now have 20 Doge. (laughs) because you decided to sell and they got theirs at the bottom and you now instead of just sticking with your 10 to either bottom out you know or 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 even out and then maybe propel forward you now have to rebuy at a higher point because the average retail investor doesn't know the concept of buying low and selling high now why is that right like why why is that such a weird concept why can't people catch it because and i'm gonna break it down for you sophisticated people out there because i've heard you guys in the twitter spaces 
say this. So me, well, why is it so hard? Why is it such a concept that nobody gets? You know, do your own research. You know, look at the graphs, look at the trend lines, blah, 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 right? Because an average person who goes to work every day, who is considered the retail investor, who's considered the unsophisticated investor, who hops in these things, we don't know how to read a chart. You know, oh, well, do your research and we'll, we'll find. Well, first of all, we have to find the time to do it because a lot of us have families. We have kids, multiple kids. There was also a pandemic. You know, uh, the, the kids are home. The kids are asking to do this. You have a wife. You have a husband. Right. You're, you're trying to please, you know, your family. You're trying to get through life. You still got to work. You still got to pay bills. You still have to deal with family issues. You still have to deal with, you know, the wife not liking you, not washing the dishes. You know, you have to deal with your wife leaving things on the the the, the the bathroom sink every day, right? Like all these things, you still have to take in consideration all because you have the time. And also you learn differently. There are people who can sit here and watch a YouTube video for 15, 20, 30 minutes and can become an expert and be like, oh, I understand that concept of a blockchain. I understand what decentralization is when that guy said that and said 50 other big words that came behind it and then said market cap and then how to multiply the market cap by the tokens price and all this other stuff, right? Like you have all these things that you throw out in a YouTube video. You guys say, do your research, do your research, do your research. But you're not considering everyone's lifestyle because you don't understand someone else's lifestyle or how they learn or what like the way you learn isn't the same way the next person learns now are there like-minded people like you of course there are there are many like-minded people like you that can sit there and look at a picture and break down a picture and say listen this is exactly what this artist meant there are people like me who look at a picture and be like it's a nice painting I just see a bunch of squares and stuff, but the colors look nice, you know? So you have to understand this. So when you have the retail investor looking at this and you're saying buy low and sell high, when they see it going down and they buy, because it's a guessing game, let's be honest, you know, and oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah, there's line of resistance. You can find the line of, or, or what is it, support. You can find the line of support. You know, you can do your research. You can look at charts and they'll tell you what the line of support is. Yeah, you can. And there is some line of support. But what happens when the line of support gets broken, which happens a lot. And then when the the person who watched a YouTube video who because they don't know how to look at charts, so they rely on other people's word of mouth because let's let's face it, this is social media and people don't understand things or whatever the case may be. We don't have a lot of teachers out here speaking on how to read a chart unless you subscribe to something and pay money that they already don't have that they are saying, well, I could take that money and I could already put it into a crypto and then just see what happens, right? Like there's nothing free. There's not really a free course unless you do your research. And I'm sure there's free courses out there somewhere. Somebody is a very good Samaritan, but there's not like I can just wake up tomorrow morning and walk down the street and go to a crypto, you know, seminar and be like, cool, this is a free crypto seminar. I'm going to go down the street and learn it. It doesn't happen. So what happens is you have people who see it go down right? They buy it and then it continues to go down and then it continues to go down 
and your $50 you put in turns to 49 goes to 47 jumps to 41 then it jumps up to 45 and then back to 49 and then back down to 30 to 29 and then your average person is frustrated and worried and scared not knowing what to do right do i take it out do i leave it there is it gonna recover well let me look and see what someone is saying let me watch a youtube video let's figure out why it dropped all this other stuff right and it's because it's un they're uneducated that doesn't mean that they're stupid right it doesn't and i hear that a lot being passed around in the crypto world people are stupid people are dumb People are not smart. All these other things. And it's like, wow. You know, you had to learn at some point. And you also were scared in the beginning, most likely. You have people that you want to adopt in the crypto world. You want regular people to buy more of this coin and let's face it, the more people that buy, because, you know, wherever you bought it, the more that they buy, you know, the better your chances are that the, the price gets away from where you bought it. So you could just put your phone down and not care. Whereas other people, when they continue to buy and buy and buy, they buy at the top, which that's what you want, because you want your average to be low and you want someone to be buying. At the end of the day, someone is inevitably always going to be holding the bag, no matter what. So you tell people these things and they buy and buy and buy and you're okay, but they're all the way at the top and you're like, well, why can't you hold, hold diamond hands, diamond hands, diamond hands? And you're like, well, I don't understand why there's a sell off. I just don't get it. Doesn't make any sense. Blah, 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 blah. It's because people are not educated enough. People don't understand enough and you all don't take the time to explain it to them. I know these things because the way I learn is I can look up a YouTube video and, and, and read an article, listen to you guys in Twitter spaces, listen to whatever else you guys got going on. And I can say, oh, OK, that makes sense or whatever. Do I still know how to explain to somebody what a blockchain is that that's like, you know, for toddlers, you know, to break it down so that they understand in layman's terms? You know, I, I, I sold TVs before, you know, and the one thing that we learned about selling a TV, right, is you didn't want to give everybody the technical information for them and telling them why they want to buy this TV. When you want someone to buy a TV from you, what you typically do is you give them exactly what they you tell them what they exactly what they need to hear. How's the picture? Will it fit on my wall? What kind is is the motion good on the television? And do I need a TV? Do I need a TV stand? Can I mount it? What do you think? What are the best brands? All these other things. You don't want to go sell somebody a TV and sell unless you you know that you're that type of technical person who's a TV nerd. 
But, you know, you don't want to go in there and be like, hey, yeah, that Sony right here has the X1 Extreme processing chip, which means, you know, it uh, it takes the picture and processes it to give you the best colors. What their color is called that they use it here is Triluminous. That gives you all of these different rays of color. It helps with the high dynamic range for your 4K television. And what did you say to me? Can it play movies great? Yes, it can. Netflix looks good. This is one of the best looking TVs here. The reason why it's one of the best looking TVs is because, you know, it has over a billion shades of color, which, you know, gives you an accurate color of of what you're watching, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's what people want to hear. They don't want to hear Triluminous. They don't want to hear X1 Extreme. They don't want to hear blockchain. They don't want to hear the word decentralization because guarantee you, if you ask somebody, do you know what decentralization is? They're going to say uh no or it's interesting when people say so explain to me what decentralization is and someone goes um well it's kind of like like blah 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 blah. and i've heard many of you sophisticated people out here in these spaces actually do that and it's annoying just say you don't know and then the funny part is that when you say it you didn't set it to a point where you still confused everyone else in the audience but the person who asked you the question said okay yeah you're right cool what it made no sense. I don't know what he said. He said, um, 30 times. He literally said nothing, but it's a way to do this, that, and third. And it kind of like this, like an example is, what? You're not explaining anything. Give me in layman terms what decentralization is. Give me in layman terms what a blockchain is. Give me in layman's turn what all these different things mean. And you know what you'll do? You will start to convert people to buying more of your Bitcoin, buying your Dogecoin, buying all these other things. And let's be honest, the reason why people really buy Dogecoin is because the price is really, really cheap. Do they know anything else about Dogecoin? No, they do not. They don't even know that there's probably a dog on the front of it. Okay, let's be 100% honest. You know, again, I think 5% of the people And either the United States or the world know what cryptocurrency really is, or they they've heard of cryptocurrency, but they don't know what it actually is. It sounds like a scam. It sounds like smart people trying to scam people out of their money and the way the market looks. That's what it kind of feels like to some. Now. We bought. Safe moon. I know it's the moment you've been waiting for. I am now a safe moon holder. Yep, yep, yep. There it is right there. Go ahead and clap it up. Go ahead and enjoy it. Go ahead and love it. Right? After like, you know, I think it was my first episode. I said, I don't want to buy a safe moon. I don't like the 10%. And, you know, it, it hurt when I, when, I did, when I did the transaction. I looked and I said, damn. I put... I put this much money in and I only got that much money. That 10% sucks, I tell you. It really does. But you know what? I had to go ahead and buy Safe Moon. Now, why? Why did I have to go ahead and buy Safe Moon all of a sudden now? First of all, when you look at the chart, it's pretty much at what I call 
it's hitting its bottom as what I like to call its bottom because it is now in a range where uh, it hasn't really touched this range, like like stopped at this range. I believe this range is where it was passed when they had like the big old spike and then it dropped and then it's been trickling down. And at this point, it's been trickling down to a point that it's it's a, it's at one of those points that was never just touched. It just shot past. And now it's down. So this is what I call my bottom for safe moon. Because do I ever do I think it'll ever go back down to the very, very bottom where people had already made their, you know, hundred X or thousand X or whatever they made or one? No. But it is at a bottom that it had surpassed immediately, didn't stop at, didn't kind of trickle or anything. It just shot past up and now we're kinda at a I would say a newer bottom than what the actual bottom is for this coin so that's one reason two they announced one of the developers I think it's Papa Chulu or something like that on Twitter I think his name is Papa something or Thomas his name Thomas someone tell me I think his name is Thomas Thomas was promoted to chief blockchain officer or something like that. So, blockchain. I watched their AMA. Didn't really learn too, too much. But I did learn blockchain. I like that concept and I want to see how a token can develop into that. And if this is a start of the new crypto on how it's going to be working. I'm very intrigued. Still don't like the 10% though, but I'm very intrigued on this. You know, so I bought my bag, small bag, right? I put in, let's see, I'll tell you exactly. I put in uh, a couple hundred bucks wasn't nothing too crazy right and i was like cool here you go a couple hundred dollars boom throw it in there let it sit sayonara boom we'll see what happens it's either gonna go up or it's either gonna go down so safe moon looks interesting and when i mean interesting i mean in a sense of it looks like a project that has the potential of changing the game of crypto right and what i mean by that but you know we have to see if it breaks away what i mean by changing the game of crypto i think safe moon can become one of the cryptos that does not follow bitcoin because of how the holding dynamic is preached in the community of safe moon now what do i mean every single cryptocurrency out there except for stable coins right but every single one if bitcoin goes down everything goes down people sell off everywhere and this is the thing that i have to ask the question for when bitcoin drops right does that mean everyone is selling all other coins or is because everything kind of tethers back to bitcoin 
does that mean when the value of Bitcoin drops and everything drops? Because if that's the case, Bitcoin should not be looked upon as currency, right? Currency, or I would say money. I wouldn't call Bitcoin money. I would call Bitcoin its own market, right? It would be just like the stock market has the S&P, was S&P 500 or NASDAQ and all these other things, right? Like, like Bitcoin feels as though that's what it is because if NASDAQ goes down, well, uh, pretty much a lot of the things that are in NASDAQ dip hard and they, they typically follow a pattern or at least they're all in the red, right? Bitcoin almost acts as if it's a market. And everything else is tethered to it. So when it drops, everything drops. I can literally go down the list right now, even with, with, with SafeMoon, right? What I just bought. And look at the pattern. And they all have, like for today, this V-shape pattern, right? All of them do. And it's interesting how that works, now you guys let me know. What do you guys think it is? Like or if you're sophisticated enough, why is it that when Bitcoin drops, everything drops? Is it because everyone is selling, which I don't I don't believe that everyone is selling their stuff in every single coin. Think about that for a second. When Bitcoin falls, everyone selling everywhere all of their crypto and Cardano, Cardano, uh, you got VeChain, BNB, uh, Stellar Lumens, uh, Compound, all these different places. You're telling me everyone across the board looks at Bitcoin and says, well, if Bitcoin is going down, I'm selling across the board. If you're smarter than me and you know the answer to that. Let me know what that is. You can tweet me. You can leave a, a, a review with, with your comment on the podcast or whatever, especially if you're Apple. I'm not sure what you can do on Spotify, but if you're on Apple, you know, go ahead and, and hit that review and give me a comment on what you think because it's really confusing to think that Bitcoin falls, everything else goes, right? Like everyone else is selling. Or is it because everything is just tethered to Bitcoin? And why is everything tethered to Bitcoin? You know, that's the other thing. Because I don't think that's right. If everything is tethered to Bitcoin, why hasn't someone made something outside of touching Bitcoin? You know, create Bitcoin 2.0 on its own thing, its own block, like whatever, whatever the case may be. Because I think I was in a, a Twitter space with some Bitcoin maxis. And I'm going to talk about this situation too, which is very interesting. These Bitcoin maxis were talking about everything being connected to Bitcoin and all this other stuff because it's money or currency or whatever the case may be. And you know what? It just, it was, they, they, they were talking about how 
everything is connected to Bitcoin and anything uh, that comes out is pretty much a bite off of Bitcoin or is tethered to it. And so it's not its own thing. Bitcoin is its own entity. It's its own thing, whereas everyone else is connected to it and it's not really its own thing. And these altcoins are or whatever the case, but they, they were trying to make some point. And my question is, okay, so what if someone made their own blockchain without touching Bitcoin? Is that what we need? Is that what people are saying? Like these altcoins are so tied into Bitcoin, right? Do we need to have someone develop their own competing new Bitcoin 2.0? Is that something that needs to happen? Can that happen? Is that even possible to happen? Because the one thing I do learn when you have, if there's one thing that rules it all, right, you need competition for it to to better itself, right? So maybe we need a Bitcoin 2.0 and, and, and go from there. I don't know, right? I don't, I don't really know. I don't know what any of this stuff means. All I know is that you guys call it a blockchain and everything's tethered to it, right? And when it goes up, everything goes up. And when it goes down, everything goes down and follows this pattern. And it's weird. And, and, it, and it sucks, to be completely honest. I mean, being in the stock market is a little bit better. Like when tech goes down, tech goes down. But shoot, I can invest in oil. I can invest in, you know, steel. I can invest in gold, right? You know, and sometimes those things are up and I can move my money to those things and continue to let it grow until, you know, uh, the tech market hits a bottom and then buy back into tech, right? Like you can do that. But when with, with, with crypto, every single thing seems to follow. Now, when I say that, I say that with a grain of salt because there are coins out there that are like the, the real altcoins, the ones that are like lottery tickets, right? Okay. That a lot of them, they just start out. And when they just start out, they shoot right up, you know, a thousand percent or 500% or whatever the case may be. Right. And it's insane. <laughs> right. You know, you got porn rocket out here and it's jumping up 200%, you know, almost every day, you know, or, or, or what is it? Ethereum. Uh, was Emacs, you know, for for fights and things like that, you know. So I know there are some coins out there that don't follow it, but eventually, once they get into the market, it looks like they follow the same patterns once they've gained their traction and gotten in. Like you know, when I go to Coin Coin Market Cap right now, speaking of like your top, you know, gainers and top losers, right now you have like XXX Nifty. Right, uh, ticker center ticker ticker symbol NSFW is up eighteen thousand percent right now, like crazy, right? Just crazy amount of percentage. So, are there coins out here that don't go? Yes, there there are a bunch of them that don't follow the same pattern as Bitcoin because of whatever their their case but i'm talking about are the the ogs of the world the main ones the the altcoins that aren't the lottery ticket ones that are actually using their stuff for utility who is trying to do something to 
to better the universe rather than, you know, just saying, hey, I'm booty call token. Just saying, right? I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. So, <laughs> you know, then that's, I think that's a token. It's an actual real token. It's like booty call token or whatever the case may be. I don't, I don't know. So, yeah. So you have coins out there that go 18,000%, whereas Bitcoin is, you know, doing its own thing. But for the most part, a lot of these coins literally follow and people sell their stuff and these big people buy it up or whatever. Right. And so again, I bought, I bought safe moon. I bought safe moon. Why not throw a couple hundred bucks in, see what happens. It could either change my life forever or it could just be gone and I'll be out of a couple hundred bucks. I mean, it is what it is. You know, so we touched on a lot today. We touched on Bitcoin going up and down. We touched on, you know, education of the people. We talked about why I bought SafeMoon. It's because I want to see if they can actually pull off this blockchain thing. I mean, they got a lot going on, you know, that they've mentioned. And then there's one other play I'm going to talk about that actually is flying under people's radar. But, you know, SafeMoon has announced that, you know, they promoted someone to a blockchain role. Right. Um, You have an exchange coming out. You have a wallet coming out, which I believe the exchange or the the wallet signups are June 15th, which I'm going to try and sign up for. See how that works. You know, they have the they have a partnership with Simplex, which is cool. Um, They're also coming out with a their own, uh, I guess, ledger in a sense, their own uh, cold cold storage wallet something whatever it's something how you store your stuff i don't know it's something secure that you can use um they're also working on their own card so that way you can like there's so many things that safe moon's working on and you know they're only a couple months old which by the way i honestly think they need to slow up on all the announcements of the things that they're working on i really do think so uh i think they're giving too much out Instead of just trickling little things here and there. But their marketing is on point, so people are just loving it. Right? Now, the play that I put a little something something in, nothing too crazy, just a couple bucks. Uh, nowhere near the hundreds of dollars or $100 or whatever. Just a couple bucks into this play. NFT or finance. I think is a play that many people are not checking out at all NFTR finance launched i believe on uh the the whenever safe moon was blowing up and was getting really high i think NFTR finance had launched and it had got caught up in the same thing but then it died down they have a beta of their website out for nfts to be bought sold or whatever same thing 10 percent with the reflections and all this other stuff they actually have a product and a utility and and the price is going down but i believe that this one is going so far under the radar <laughs> that people are missing out on an opportunity here um, just if you do your own due diligence, I'm not going to sit here and talk for another hour on it, but I want you guys to do your own due diligence on this one. NFTR finance, look into that, you know, 
go to enter.art. That is their website where the, you know, they sell their, their NFTs and they're going to be getting into music NFTs and app development NFTs. And apparently they have something else coming in the works. And then there's actually a thing where it says, if you want to build your own marketplace on top of their marketplace infrastructure, like I think that's kind of dope. Now the thing that NFT art finance is lacking right now after they launched their beta is is marketing i think you guys need to work on a little bit of marketing out there but i'm holding strong with this i put my little you know my little couple bucks in there and uh it's so low i think i have like like a a nice billion amount of of nft tokens so we're gonna see what happens there but that's gonna be it for today guys uh make sure you rate Make sure you comment and all that stuff on the podcast. Let me know what you think about this whole marketing crypto. Do you think this is insane? Are you new to this and you're concerned? If you're new, what are the questions that you would like answered? Um, Because eventually we're going to have interviews on here and we're going to ask these questions to those individuals. So let me know what you think. This is Kicking the Crypto, guys. I'm Roy Sky. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Comment, leave your 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 stars or whatever, and ask your questions that you would like either me to answer or for me to find out for you. I'll see you guys on the next Kicking a Crypto. You are listening to Kicking a Crypto with your host, Roy Sky.